This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hill in Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. This morning I'm speaking on, he's no more in the manger. He's no more in the manger. Progressive revelation is very important because we have to understand the principle of God, you know, just unfolding his plans so that you know where you fit into the plan of God. Otherwise, you will be off tandem. You will be off point with God's agenda for you and it's a very dangerous place for you to be. One of the ways in which you can expose yourself to destiny disaster one of the ways in which you can expose yourself in a very dangerous and suicidal way as touching your entire life and destiny is for you not to know the agenda of God per time the Bible says that do not be unwise but understanding what the will of the Lord is. See therefore that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the times because the days are evil. When a man does not understand the will of God, he's a big fool. The Bible says unwise. And foolishness has destroyed so many people, and that is why it's so important that we know the agenda of God so we know where to stand he is no more in the manger I want us to look at the proportion of Christ even the unfolding revelation from the time that he was a baby when it comes to Christmas time like this what do we see? we see pictures of a baby and the wise men filled everywhere it's a good narrative but that is not the end point. In fact, it's just the beginning. It's like someone, for example, going to watch a match or going to watch um, a race and all the athletes, they have the starting point and then the referee goes at your mark, gets set, boom, Go. And you stay fixated still on the starting point when the race has started and it almost concluded. You will have missed the essence of you going to watch that race. Now, let's look at the proportion and dimension of Christ and the plan and the purpose of God concerning as revealed rather by the unfolding revelation of Jesus Christ then you know where you should stand. Number one, the cradle Christ. Luke chapter 2 from verse 7. It says, And she brought forth her first son, a firstborn son, and wrapped him in the swaddling clothes, in, in, in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. So the manger shows the rejection of Christ because he was rejected. 
um, there was no room for Jesus, the creator of all things, in the inn. But there was business. There was room for business. People were doing business in the inn. There was no room for Jesus, the creator of the created. He's the one that created all creations. But there was room for pleasure in the inn. There was no room for Jesus in the inn, but there was room for leisure in the inn. There was no room for Jesus in the inn, but there was room for the workers of the inn in the inn. There was no room for Jesus in the inn, but there was room for other people in the inn. So they had to look for a place. They found a manger. So the manger speaks of the rejection of Christ. Say he came to his own. His own did not receive him. But as many as received him to them, God gave the right to become the sons of God, even as many as believed in his name. So he speaks about the rejection of Christ. He also speaks about the redemption of Christ. Luke chapter 2 from verse 12. From verse 11 to 12. Because that was how he was identified. When the angels went, you know, appeared and spoke to the shepherd. said, you will find the Savior born in the city of David. How will you identify him? He will be lying down in a manger. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. The third thing, why was he born in the manger? The manger speaks of reachability, accessibility. Just imagine if the Savior was born in Aso Rock. How many of us will have access to the Savior? But he was born in the manger so that everyone, even the poor masses, will assess him. So he speaks about his accessibility. But do you know what? That wasn't the final resting place of that revelation. From there, he migrated. We have the compounding Christ. Compounding means growing. The Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 2 from verse 40. And the child grew and walked strong in the spirit. Filled with wisdom. And the grace of God was upon him. So he grew. He grew. He went beyond the manger. And we could see here the manifestation of a dynamic life. We saw it coming out from his life. Amen. He grew, walked strong in the spirit, filled with wisdom. And then the grace of God was upon him. But that wasn't the resting place. He moved into the third phase that was still unfolding. The crushed Christ. Bible says that he was beaten beyond recognition. His flesh mutilated. He was totally disfigured. He did not even look like a human being. Isaiah 52 from verse 14. The GNT version says, Many people were shocked when they saw him. He was so disfigured that he hardly looked human. What you are seeing everywhere. That, is, that, that wasn't the picture of the passion of Christ. No. Bible says that he was bruised for iniquities. He was wounded for our transgressions. Bruised for iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. By his stripes we were healed. They plucked up 
you know, plucked out his beard, smote him in the face, and him hanging on the cross. Bible makes us see something. Then he moved from the crushed Christ to the crucified Christ. So he was crucified. And when he was crucified, on the cross of Calvary, there was still blood in him. The Bible says that they took a spear and they jabbed his side. And then blood and water gushed out. Every drop of blood came out from him. Listen, Jesus did not die of concussion, no. He died of anemia, loss of blood. And we know that the book of Leviticus chapter 17 from verse 11 says that the, the, the life of the flesh is in the blood. So he poured out his entire blood. That is his life for you. But that wasn't it. From there, he moved to the crown Christ. The Bible says <laughs> that on the third day, what happened? When he was buried, he rose. Hallelujah. Amen. He rose. Hallelujah. 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 He was resurrected by the glory of the Father. That is what the word of God says. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So listen very carefully. When he rose, his countenance changed. He wasn't that baby that was in the cradle. No. See what God says. See what the Bible says. In the book of uh, Revelation chapter 1. It says, he is the one that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand. And walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. Hallelujah. The one whose eyes are like fire. The one whose hair and head were as white as wool, as white as snow. The one who is dressed in a white robe with a golden girdle. Whose feet were as brass in the burning furnace. From whose mouth came the double-edged sword. Whose voice is like the sound of many waters and thunderings. When he spoke, it was like thunder. Hallelujah. Whose countenance, the Bible says, he was like the sun in his strength. At 12 o'clock, you couldn't look at the sun. Who are you to look at the sun? It will blind you. That is the countenance. He says his countenance was like his sun, like the sun in the full strength. May I say unto someone here, he is no more a baby. Hallelujah. 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 He is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The one who was, who is, and who is to come. The same yesterday, today, and forever. The faithful witness. The one that holds the keys of David. That shuts and no man can open. He opened and no man can shut. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The one 
that knows the reins of the hearts of men the amen and the amen the lion of the tribe of Judah the root of Jesse the lamp of God the one who has washed us in his own blood hallelujah the faithful witness and has made us unto God priests and kings hallelujah hallelujah this is him the Bible says he is the one that rides on the white horse the crown king of kings listen there is no more the Christ in the cradle he has gone beyond that he is no more the compounding Christ he has come beyond that he is no more the crushed Christ he has come beyond that he is no more the crucified Christ when you look at the cross you wouldn't find him there he has come beyond that he is now the crown kings hallelujah Listen, do you know he is coming back again? The first time he came, he came as a baby. He was rejected. But his second coming, he's coming as a king. When he came as a baby, unto us a child is born. But now he's coming as the Son of God in his full strength and capacity. When men rejected him when he came as a baby, he forgave them. He did nothing. But now he's coming for what? For judgment. For judgment and his coming is so near it's coming for judgment when he comes the second time and his coming is sure he's coming to judge both the saints and also the sinners he would judge the saints and it's a judgment of reward. That is what the Bible says. Are you living the life that is worthy of his praise? It's gone beyond the manger. Now it's coming back again. Are you ready? What about the assignments that he has given unto you? What about the fruit he expects you? To produce as a child of God are you producing those fruits your works will be judged we have some people right now you know they are doing what God has not sent them and the entire world entire community 
brethren around, they are clapping for them. But do you know that as you appear before the judgment seat of Christ, even your very works will be tried. The Bible says, by fire. By the screen of fire. So we have people right now, we are doing a great job. At the judgment, there will be a screen of fire. Somebody might be carrying a very big job. And then he passes through that screen. And what is big like this becomes a handful of nothing. Your work will be judged. Christmas is to remind you that get ready. He is no more in the manger. Anytime from now, he will come. For you who is a sinner and you have not received him as Lord and personal Savior, when he came as a baby, those who rejected him, he didn't do anything. When he came as a baby, he did not find room in the inn, he did nothing. But now it's not coming as a baby anymore. It's coming as the crown king of kings. If you do not make room for him in your heart, he's coming for judgment according to the word of God. Hell his will. No wonder why the Bible says that for we know the terror of God. We know the terror of God. This is what the word of God says. For we know the terror of God. And therefore, we are persuading all men. All. All men everywhere. To receive him as Lord and personal Savior. Because when he's coming back again, he's coming for retribution. He came in a manger. He's coming back in majesty. He came in a manger. He's coming back in prominence. He came in a manger. He's coming back in dominion. He's coming back in supremacy. He's coming back in power. He's coming back in ascendancy. Are you ready for him? If you reject him this time, there is no more excuse. It's hell. And this is the message of Christmas. Because if we do not know God's agenda and God's timetable, where God is, you are exposing yourself to eternal damnation. He is no more in the manger. This is God's plan. This is God's agenda. And this is God's timetable. Jesus is coming back again as the crown king. Let's bow our hands and pray. Brothers and pray. If you're here this morning, you're a Christian, you are born again. Are you living the life? What about the assignments is given to your hands? Are you in the right place? If you're here this morning, you don't know him. You have not received him as Lord and personal Savior. I want to offer you this opportunity. God is the one offering you this opportunity to receive him this moment. And say, Lord, I make room for you in my heart. 
he came as a baby couldn't find a room but when he's coming back the second time if he does not find a room he has come to judge to judge for judgment receive him this morning go ahead and say Jesus come into my life I know that I'm a sinner forgive me for my sins I receive you as my Lord and Savior and I thank you for what you represent much more than that Lord I am in tandem with your plan and purpose let someone pray this morning a prayer of preparation prepare for the Lord thank you King of Glory if you pray that prayer I will pray this prayer with you very quickly Father Lord I thank you and I bless you even for these ones who have given their lives to you for that man that woman that boy that girl and I ask in the precious name of Jesus that you please release the witness into their hearts and destroy the power of sin of Satan over your life this morning thank you King of Glory blessed be your holy name I pray in the precious name of Jesus Christ that Lord you will help us so we do not miss your timing that we walk as wise not as fools redeeming the times because the days are dangerous days thank you king of glory thank you for making us to understand your will in totality blessed be your holy name in the precious name of Jesus Christ the son of God we pray Praise the Lord. We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.